When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is Dylan Marks from Fermenter, and you're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. How are you, my friend? I am wonderful. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, me Glad to have you. That's my partner, Dark. That's God. Pleasure to meet you. It's been a while, huh? Yes. And I've actually never uh, seen your your beautiful face or met you, uh, you know, person. But pleasure to finally meet you. Yeah. We've we've done two videos together, but it's nice to finally talk to you. Yeah, I don't even remember when the last time was. It was a while ago, right? Pre-pandemic-ish or right around pandemic? Uh, during pandemic, uh, that's when we were trying to. Uh, both my bands, uh, Fermenter and Beekeeper, were both trying to find sort of non-getting out their shows ways right. to sort of reach the people. So that's uh, that was sort of uh, how, how we initially got into contact. Right. Well, sweet. So let's talk about Fermenter then. Um, Mind Melt, Mind Melt due out December 1st. Now that it's complete, uh, how, are you satisfied with it, with the outcome? Hey, there it yes, is. Yes, in fact, we got the CD uh, came in the other day. Looks beautiful, and it sounds amazing. Uh, yeah, we're extremely happy with it. Um, we actually recorded it in a way that I've always wanted us to, because we're just a two-piece instrumental. So I love that sort of nakedness, how it's just guitar and the drums. And if you go to our shows, you know, we, we sort of, we're both up there on the front side by side. I'm like, no one's behind each other. It's just like the two of us, you know. So we recorded at um, soup, uh, Sir, Singing Serpent, pardon me, where we uh, set up both the guitar and the drums uh, at the same time. So we like literally I had like 30 mics on my drum set, you know, uh, and all his amps. He had three his guitar going out to three amps stereo and one down the center. And we literally all tracked everything simultaneously so that we could just get the like that pure feeling and that pure energy and not have to essentially sacrifice any tone because we just really wanted to track it live. And as we listen to it, I, I think it sounds so killer, you know. Um, I also so think we're that, ecstatic. Yeah, and I also think that that really makes the record sound more organic and more immediate, right? I mean, because I think, you know, with the ease of shuffling files back and forth through email or whatever, it's very convenient. But I think you sacrifice that sort of feel because the music kind of moves. It's not going to stay perfect tempo, right? It's not quantized. Mm -hmm. It's It is what it is. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It, it ebbs, it flows. We dwell on certain things. Uh, you know, we, we, you know, it, it's like, it's like a living, breathing song. And that's why we really like that. It's just the two of us because it allows us to stop on a dime or, Oh, we're over here. Boom. Now we're immediately over there and we can just 
in like an instant, you know, we have, like we're we're very agile musically. We can just jump around, you know, simply. And I think when you go to see it live, then it also is going to be much more accurate to what you guys did, right? Because you recorded it that way. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we love our we love our recordings so much, but I mean, seeing us live is you know definitely uh, I, I think like really special and really different, and we just really wanted to capture that like live energy of what it's like when we're playing and you know we're we're super in tune and and we're moving together um and and also you know wally our guitarist he completely mixed the album you know he he helped track in the studio i mean this is like everything sounds the way it is as good as it does because it, it had his hand behind it and uh you know i've always been very lucky to have him you know his his sound engineer you know brain and uh expertise Right. In in, uh, in our projects, because, I mean, the record sounds so amazing, you know, so I, I'm very stoked. So what is it? What does the audience think when they show up to a fermenter show and it's just you two? I mean, until they first hear you play, there must be some sort of weird misconceptions, right? Yeah. Well, what's interesting is I feel like... Um, I'm not really into, you know, like genres and names of genres and things, but I think that sort of within instrumental metal, or if someone hears it's an instrumental band or someone hears that it's a two pace, a two piece, sorry, it kind of begins to paint a picture in your mind. Oh, you know, I, I oh, I've heard other instrumental bands. It's going to be kind of like this or, oh, I've heard two pieces. It's going to be just like just like you know brutal blasting and and like you know just all one you know what i mean so i think oftentimes we benefit from people having sort of predispositions because our music is i mean me and wally have been jamming we put out our first release for fermented it in 2008 you know oh, we've wow. been jamming together for you know over 15 years you know what like i have we've learned each other's We've learned each other's, you know, like like mannerisms, like musical taste, like like I can tell when he's gonna do something. We can we can bob and fl- like like we just it's something that just comes from playing with each other for so long, and you know right you know when we started off we were writing just like thrash songs because that's you know what we listen to and our music has um, really matured and developed, and while it's been developing, we've been playing together and really like just getting more and more in sync. So people come into the shows and they think, Oh, okay. It'll be sort of like this or, Oh yeah. One of these, you know, like genty, you know, or animals as leaders, you know, you have all these sort of instrumental, you know, predispositions, and then they see something that they have never seen before or heard before, which is just us you know, I'm a loud drummer. I like to, you know, I've, I've heard someone say that I play the drums like a guitar. Like I like to, you know, be obnoxious. And if the guitar just, then I want to go, you know, and, and we're, we're so like, some, some parts of it can be so obnoxious and some parts can be so brutal. And then, you know, Wally looks a lot of really cool, you know, more kind of chill music that he listens to, which really gives him more interesting chords and more interesting harmonies that you wouldn't necessarily be immediately thinking of when you're at a metal band and you're hearing blast beats and you're hearing double bass, right. but I feel like it just sort sort of serves to enrich the music even more. But um, yeah, I love it when people are like, "Oh, an instrumental band, yeah, I'll go, whatever, you know, I'll do you a favor," and then and then they come out and they go, <laughs> "Dark, you got anything?" Yeah, so I guess um, I'm really curious about you're saying like the two you, you recorded live. You said that wasn't just rehearsals. 
No, so um, yeah, we we tracked everything live, and mm -hmm. then because everything was still set up, we had the ability to sort of go back into the take and like, oh, I kind of flubbed that, you know. But yeah. a large portion of it, you know, it, it wasn't like we did it, did the drums in the studio to scratch guitar yeah. like you usually would, and then you like go back and then you go through the song. It's like it's like that that was the guitar, and the, you know, the, like we both had little flubs in the studio sure. that we kind of went back and tightened up. But the idea was, it's like. Let's capture that energy. Let's, you know, uh, and I mean, Singing Serpent is also a really special uh, studio. Um, you know, Ben Moore, he, he runs the place, but he's got different rooms. He's got so, you know, we had all these amps separated. We had, you know, a bass amp in one room, you know, guitars uh, like, in, you know, you know, so we had the space and a really nice loud drum room and, and a big one to have everything. So luckily we had the space to kind of, be able to track everything simultaneously, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, I mean that—that's that's how we did it. So, were you two on a click? No, um, all so all these songs were just um, were just. Uh, you did know, you just, like just on natural? Like... Oh, really? You know, because it's like <laughs> it's. You know, like the sometimes, and we're not like anti-click. We've done clicks before. Uh, sometimes, you know, when we're jamming, we like to jam to a click and just sort of, you know. Mm -hmm. So, but it's like once we have an idea of the songs, they just sort of ebb and flow so much mm -hmm. that it just, it, it, you know. And then also, I guess you I can throw that. in a little bit of drummer's yeah. arrogance. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, but, but I love that. Dash because, of that in there. Yeah, because it just makes it feel so much more real. Right. I mean, it's not so quantized that it's mechanical. It actually lives and breathes pretty much. Yeah. Something I did like a week or two ago, um, not really metal, but I, I heard the bass track to Detroit Rock City by Kiss. And I'm hearing it and I'm like, this sounds kind of out of time. Like this, I don't, I'm assuming you know the song. It's like a swing, but, but, um, but, um, but, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and I'm like, this was definitely not. Do, do, do. <laughs> Then I was I heard another one. It was suggested on YouTube, like that with the drums. And then I was like, "Wow, he is locked in there." Like, there's not yeah. with a click, but the two of them as a band, that's human. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, yeah. I, I had a similar I had a similar um, experience when I listened to Steve Harris's bass lines from Power Slave, like isolated, because I was just trying to learn the parts. But I was like, "Oh, it's funny when when it's like by itself, it's it seems." huh you know yeah and then you right. hear with the drums and you're like i take it all back yeah yeah all back. that was every you know that was amazing yeah interesting are you guys planning on taking uh fermenter on the road uh so we we are um uh hopefully we want to do it maybe next year i uh, i have other bands that are going to be touring that we sort of have to Right. you know try to work in between and also wally has um a really great job at uh, playstation he he works in the audio department uh so we definitely want to uh we sort i kind of have to literally see what my life looks like in 2024 exactly so we can kind of right. you know uh, carve around it but uh we, we we absolutely want to and and we have on december 1st when our the album comes out we do have a big show uh here in san diego we at, at brick by brick uh, we're playing Friday night uh, with a lot of really great bands, Cerulean, Conjureth, Pyre. So, you know, we are playing. We're trying to book some more shows, but uh, no tour as of yet, but we want to. Right. So when you guys are writing then, are you writing both together in the same room or does he write all the guitar parts and then bring it to you and then you add your... Uh, no, so Fermenter has always really been a very... Uh, 
improvisational jam based kind of thing where we're just we're just sort of playing together and we're messing around and then all of a sudden we you know we 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 land on something that we like and we go back and we play it again and then you know we'll record it on our phones and then listen to it a bunch and then we'll we'll play it again but then when we like reach the end of whatever we've written we then we're like we just like jam it through and then maybe we'll land on something cool you know but um in, in the past we've had riffs you know that we had or or uh you know i I've, I've written riffs like in the past but since we uh, have such like chemistry that we've just been playing together for so long you know even like in our practices like we've you know for that show coming up we've been you know practicing the set and making sure we're all tight live but in between the songs just in our like we don't even realize that we just are automatically jamming trying different ideas sort of tinkering it just really kind of falls out of us um and actually we uh when we went into the studio to record Mind Meld. Well, hey, friends. My name is Zach Lupiton. You may know me from the band Dust Bowl Revival, but I also host a music discovery podcast called The Show on the Road. For the last five seasons, I've been able to dive deep and have intimate chats with folks like the Lumineers, Andy DeFranco, Wolfpack, Keb Moe, Lake Street Dive, Bela Fleck, and more. So guess what? After 150 conversations with some of my favorite songwriters from around the world, we are bringing brand new episodes to the Osiris Network. New interviews and intimate acoustic performances will be coming at you this summer. And which episodes are coming next, you ask? I am Zach Goody, the lead singer for the band Smash Mouth. Our band is called Milky Chance. We are based in Berlin. My name is David Shaw. I sing and write songs with my band, The Revivalists. Trust me, these conversations go some wild places. So subscribe to the show on the road on Osiris, and we'll see you soon. We actually uh, recorded a lot of sort of improvised um songs and also wally me and wally have been uh, playing a lot around with um his looping pedal mm-hmm. so we'll be jamming he'll land on something he likes he'll loop it i'll realize he's looped it then he'll start kind of do stuff over it and and we kind of create all these sort of uh really interesting you, you know it's like do you know are you guys familiar with like reggie watts have you, have you ever seen well, he's a he's like a, a vocalist, but he makes things loops, and he just he he just scats like a babbit to be, and then he all of a sudden turns that into a beat, and then he loops over it, and sort of like in a in a minute, you've got these this like layered piece that's very special because you couldn't it's kind of lightning in a bottle, you couldn't really recreate it again, you know, because so, so it's years, happening so, on the fly. Yeah, so for years, you know, oftentimes me and Wally would jam, and I would we we'd come up with all these cool things. But in the back of my mind, I'm always worried about okay, we have to remember this, like we have to come back to this, like you know. But so when we went into the studio, because we've been jamming for so long, I thought, why don't we just on top of recording Mind Meld, why don't we just record some songs, improvised loop stuff, and don't worry about having to recreate it later because we're recording it, just let go you know and we recorded a bunch of stuff that we thought actually was really really special that uh, you know we're thinking about possibly releasing in another way in the future and it's kind of opened our eyes to you know possible new things for fermenter you know looping improvising live you know these are all kind of like hoop dreams right now but you know we're constantly um changing and stuff but but all the writing and mind meld all just comes from improvised stuff lightning in a bottle hey that was cool how do you do that let's go back and then you know that's essentially it that's pretty great dark 
Okay, so silly question, but like with a band name like Fermenter, and some other bands are doing this, I must ask, if you had some kind of tie-in with a brewery, what kind of beer would it be? Oh, wow. Okay. Um... <laughs> did, did I misinterpret the name Fermenter in that regard? No, no, no. <laughs> I mean... Um... Uh, well, what's funny is when we very first when we first started jamming in like 2008, we called ourselves Matanza, mm -hmm. uh, which was Jap. I, I saw like in a 60 Minutes thing, it was Japanese for slaughter, mm. and I and like you know, and I'm I'm 18, I'm all about Slayer and everything, so I'm just like that's sick. So then we were we were Matanza, we loved it, and then uh, you know we found out there was another band Matanza. <laughs> so you know at the time we were always just because because of we're an instrumental band it allows us to sort of project all these crazy ideas and 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 like cinematic like scenes in our mind like and it's funny because we often don't even agree like we'll each have our own like crazy idea that what this song is or these things you know so i think one time we just came up with like a like a song that we're just like this is just about like a an evil like you know <laughs> scientist like who's making like a like a uh, like a fermenting a brew out of people's bile or something you know just because that was the we were just into all that stuff and then we just thought fermenter was cool and we stuck yeah. in you know we, we used the or because we're like you know this is metal <laughs> you know and then it's funny because now i don't even you know it's like it's sort of like what's in a name you know it's like fermenter doesn't even mean fermenting it just means like my band it's you know um but um but uh, oh but to answer your question i'm really into uh blonde ales right now so okay. I would say a Blondale, just because I'm I'm over the the IPA thing. Uh, yeah, you know what? I was an IPA guy for a long time, and now yeah, never, never. somehow I must have like woke up over and overnight I just wasn't anymore. I had one and went, oh, what was I thinking? <laughs> you know what it was for me? I, I I saw that like a Sculpin had like 350 calories, and I was like, oh, I might as well just be eating a McDonald's cheeseburger every time I have one of these. I was like, oh, yeah. you know. <laughs> so I'm gonna be honest here. I went the other way. I. Okay. It wasn't a calorie thing because I absolutely love like stouts and milk stouts. Yes. And, oh, yeah. yes. and you know, that kind of thing. Well, uh, I used to be in a band uh, called Eucharist with uh, the guitarist Bell from Cattle Decapitation. Oh, okay. And uh, we had a beer with Pizza Port Brewing that was a oh, Eucharist. Uh, we called it the Sinister Imperial Stout. And it was delicious. Um, I It actually like turned me on to stouts. Um, so I, I've, I, I actually, know they're like, I like stouts, the but I was like, I can't say stout because my other band had a stout, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I always just thought like, yeah, like yeah. um, metal strikes me as more of a stout kind of genre. I think IPAs, I'm thinking like indie stuff. I don't know yeah, why yeah. it's like almost like synesthesia in my brain, but I mean, you gotta go uh, dark, right? Dark. Yes, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Dark is saying go dark, but whatever. <laughs> so what, um. Are you guys going to do the single thing then? Are you going to release singles and videos along the way, like the new business model? Uh, yeah. So we've released. Uh, oh, oh, so also when we were in the studio recording it, we filmed everything. So we literally we've already released um, us recording the song "You Fool" off the record. We've released a video of that in the studio, a couple different camera angles, right? Um, of the song "You Fool." And then uh, we are also going to be dropping um, another song uh, before the album. And then on December 1st, we have like a produced music video that is going to come out um, with the release of the album. 
So yeah, nice. we, we dropped a couple singles with some some in studio videos, and then we have like more of a music video for the release on December first. Nice. How excited are you to finally get it out there? Very excited. Uh, but all, what's cool is actually this whole record. Now that we've me and Wally have been going for a few years, you know, we recorded this record from the time of recording it to it arriving in the mail on CD was nine months. Oh, wow. Which, That's which, pretty amazing. We're, yeah, we're pretty proud of that. Uh, we went into the studio, I think, at like the end of January. And then, I mean, we, we did a lot of work in the studio where it already sounded amazing just in the studio. So it wasn't like, you, you know, you get these like little eight tracks and they got to be like beat replaced. It's like everything already right. sounded amazing thanks to, you know, Wally's, you know, know-how and uh, thanks to Ben Moore. Uh, so he was able to... Uh, mix it, you know, relatively quickly to the point where we're happy. It was mastered by Dave Otero. And then, um, you know, we just ordered the CD and we're like, let's, you know, what are we waiting around for? Let's, let's, let's do another one. You know, that's you great. Know? That, so are you guys writing already then? Uh, yeah, we, we are. Um, it's so funny. Cause we're, we're, we're like, we have so many things going on right now. Uh, just because we have the, like those videos that were like finishing, like, you know, coordinating with the getting edited and doing other PR and then like said, getting ready for the show that when we're, when we're like in the, when we're jamming in the practice studio, we often will kind of like, like just write stuff just cause it sort of falls out of us. And then right. I think the other day I was sort of like, wait, what are we doing? Like, we can't do this right now. Like, like we haven't even put out, like, we got to, like, this come back, you know what I mean? Like, we we have lots of ideas, but we're sort of like, okay, let's let's just first make sure we're we're ready for the show. And, you know, but we're always, we always have ideas. You know, we, we have, like, like you know, we, we, we that's that's never been a, a problem for us. That's great. Dark, you got anything else? Nah, it's fucking cool. Are you, um, so fans want to find you guys? Are you pretty active social media-wise or... Yeah, uh, yeah, we have we're active on uh, we YouTube, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and is it uh, just Fermenter? Uh, so you can find us uh, Fermenter Metal uh, on Instagram or uh, FermenterBand.com. Uh, but uh, that and that, that'll take you to everything. But yeah, FermenterBand.com, easy. You'll find everything. Um, and yeah, and the the record comes out December December first. And if you're in San Diego, come to the Brick by Brick because it's going to be red. I'm going to just backtrack for one second because I was I thought of something earlier and now I just remembered it. So <laughs> sure, I I think this is really good music for licensing for soundtracks and video games as well. That's cool. I I, I think about that too. I um, uh, you know, I I would love to. You know, I, I've always wanted to have the music, you know, be in sort of different things. Um, right. And, you know, we're telling with that. I mean, Wally has scored a movie before, you know, uh, he had, you know, he also works, you know, he he's done, you know, tangential stuff with music. Uh, you know, he's not, uh, you know, he's like a technician for the audio department, but, you know, he has done stuff with sort of, uh, you know, guitar and right. stuff in, in video games. So, I mean, we're, we've always been interested to that. Um, anyone out there that you know knows someone, we, we would love to be interested in that. I always actually, I once had a, I've always had a dream where I want Fermenter to play at a gym. So it's like, it's like, okay, uh, Saturday, whatever, from a from noon to one, Fermenter's playing in the gym. Like, 
you don't need your iPod, like just come get your pump on. You know what I mean? Or, or like, you know, or don't go <laughs> jump on the I've, treadmill I've, and listen to Fermenter. Yeah. yeah, I've always, I've always wanted to do that. But it's my dream to have my music in in all sorts of cool things, movies, video games. You know, so and, and that's sort of that's what ha- that's what's in our head when we're listening to our music too. So it's you know, I, I agree. All right, perfect. Thank yeah, you. I was listening to it and I was like, I think this would definitely you know in some adventure films or somewhere along yeah. the way. Yeah. Anyway, cool. No, anyway, but... go ahead. Oh, well, I was also going to say uh we have a music video for a song we put out on our other our other record that we put out uh the one before this called Continuance. Uh it's called Seventh Circle and that was literally like an action movie chase. Uh, starring me and Wally, uh, you know. So, if you want to see like how our music would work in a sort of action environment, you should check out yeah. the Seventh Circle music video on our uh, Fermenter YouTube channel. Okay. But uh, yeah, but Fermenter Band, you can find everything, um, and uh, you know, check out my other bands: uh, Beekeeper, uh, Atheist. So you know. Yeah, we've had Kelly on here a million times. We're good friends with Kelly. Yeah. Oh, and you guys got to listen to Till the Dirt. I can't believe I didn't yes. mention the the new Till the Dirt record. Are you uh, on that? New band. No, I am. Okay. Uh, that was uh, Anthony Medaglia, um, uh, and he was a great drummer. Um, but uh, it's a great I, record. Yes, no, it is. Uh, but I'm happy to be a part of it, and all future you know shows that Till the Dirt does and records uh, I'll be on. Sweet, awesome. right on, awesome. my friend. <laughs> I appreciate you taking the time. I'm glad I you reached out to me. Was, oh, yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you taking the time. I'm glad you reached out to me. And, yes. Uh, good luck with it. Maybe we'll see you on, uh, I'm going to throw it out there, on 70K with one of your I hope so. so. I hope so. Oh, uh, we, we, we'd love to be on that. We, we're, we're, that's, like, that's the gig that literally every band wants. So I think right. it's, it's uh, you know what I mean? It's, it's tough, but I, I, it's my dream to do it. So I threw a lot of stuff out in the yeah. universe there. If it all works out, you owe me a beer somewhere along the way. A dark beer. A, 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 no, I was going to say the blonde. A pitcher. He owes you a blonde. <laughs> a pitcher. I, a pitcher, right. Yes. If you get on 70K, you owe me a pitcher in the, uh, yes. in the at poolside. Cool. Yeah. My pleasure. <laughs> all right, yeah. Dylan, thank Thanks, you for sir. taking the time, my friend. Be well. Thank you so much, guys. Bye. Really appreciate it. Cheers. Thanks. Bye. Hello, everybody. I'm Bruce. And I'm Nolan. And this is the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. As longtime Dave Matthews Band fans, we set out to create a podcast to dive deep into the past, present, and future of DMB. Not only do we recap and review shows within an ongoing tour, but we revisit past shows from throughout the band's history, conduct interviews with a wide variety of guests with ties to DMB, and create unique and exclusive content like our Concerts on the Corner series. Whether you're a fan of the band or just a fan of great music, we think you'll find something you'll enjoy. We can't wait to see you on The Corner of Gray Street.